Crippled Content Creations presents Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza. Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza, shining a bright light on sex and disability. Content warning. The language, content, and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Well, hello there. Welcome to a brand new episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. My name is Andrew Gerza, and I am, of course, your number one queer cripple. I am your disabled boyfriend experience. And I am your gimpy gay, and I'm here to shine a bright light on sex and disability with you. I'm recording this on a Thursday morning, and it's June 21st. It's the first day of summer, which excites me a lot as a disabled person, because that means as I roll around my neighborhood, and there are a lot of joggers in my neighborhood, so I'm kind of excited about that. As I roll around my neighborhood, there will be the occasional... And there's a gym, like, three seconds from my house. So there will be hopefully some gym-bodied people who decide not to wear shirts uh, during now that it's summer, which will mean that my desire for sexy, sexy man flesh will increase. That, that sounds like I'm a murderer, but really, I just like staring at good-looking men without their shirts on. So if you're in the distillery of Toronto... Um, and you want to go for a jog, I will be there to watch you and give you a nod and an awkward smile as you go by. Ew, I just I listened back to the to the playback of that first part there, and I, <laughs> I breathed really weird there. I went like, <gasps> and it didn't, it sounded strange, and so I just wanted to note that I listened back to that, and it's gross. Speaking of guys that I've given awkward stares to when I was trying to, like, flirt with them, there's a bunch of of new guys who go to the gym by my house, and uh, they come out of the gym probably around lunchtime every day. And one time last week, I saw one of the cute ginger guys there, and I was in my wheelchair just kind of bumming around the, the front of the building, and I saw them coming in, and I made eyes with one of them, and I locked eyes, and I gave a nod, and he, like... Didn't know what to do, so he, he stared at me really intently and then walked away. And part of me was like, are you excited or are we both just really bad at this flirting deal? It was probably that we're both really bad at this flirting deal. I am certainly no expert in how to flirt. I'm, I'm an expert in how to teach you how to not to flirt. That's what I know how to do. I'm not super versed in like the suave Don Juan flirty thing. I'm pretty sure there was an episode way back where I talk about how I'm bad at that, and that still holds up. That's still true, for sure. Anyway, I hope you're loving the minisodes that come two or three days before the full episodes. I love doing the minisodes. I love getting your letters. I love them almost more than the full episodes because I get to hear from you, and I get to hear what makes you tick, and I get to laugh or, you know, seriously reconsider stuff when I read your letters. And I love it. So 
I would love for you, for everybody listening right now, whether you have a disability or not, to stop this episode, get onto your email box, and consider writing a Minnesota letter for an upcoming Minnesota to disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. I will sit here and I will wait for you to finish. Go on. You know you want to. Go on. Go on. <laughs> okay. Also, I'm thinking about doing some merch. I've said this before, but I really am thinking about doing some really simple merch. Just some buttons that say either ableism isn't sexy with a white background with a bl- sorry, with a black background and a white font or I might just have a button that says disability after dark. Really simple, and I might put it in the Patreon as a new tier option for people who 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 pledge like ten dollars or more a month. We'll put a we'll have we'll send a button out to you. What do we think about this? Do we like this? Yes or no? It's something that I'm thinking about. So you know when you're lying in bed in the morning and you wanna how do I say flick the bean? Or flick the crip, or in this case, flick the crip dick. I was feeling myself this morning when I got up, and I and because my hands are getting more and more spastic and more and more tight as muscles do their things and CP is happening to me all the time. So as all this stuff is happening, I haven't even really thought about jerking myself off for months and months and months and months. It's something that I kind of just let go of and didn't really worry about anymore. But this morning I woke up and I was feeling very horny this morning when I got up. I wanted to really get off. And I woke up about an hour before my attendant got in the room. Sidebar, as I get older, I'm starting to wake up way earlier than I normally would. Like some mornings I'll wake up at like 4.30 in the morning and be wide awake and be like, well, the day started, but because I'm super disabled, I can't get out of bed. So what what do I do? I turn on my Netflix or my TV apps. I have a couple TV apps that I watch. Um, and I've been watching a lot of, weirdly enough, house hunting and renovation shows. I'm not quite sure why, but I've always been weirdly attracted to house hunting shows. Maybe it's because I want secretly to live in my own big house and not tiny little apartments all the time with care attached. Um, so there's this one show from the UK, and I can't remember the title right now, but it has this amazingly super queer dandy looking woman in it and she she's so queer i'm not sure if she's actually queer but i'm pretty sure she is um and she goes to she goes to the junkyard and she harangues people to get their junk out of their car she's like oi can i look in the boot of your car and take your junk to make something amazing that was my really bad british accent um and the people say yes and then she takes their their junk and she takes it to her blacksmith friends who make something amazing out of it and then she sells it and gives the previous owner the cash they got for selling it. This is the kind of thing that I watch at 4am. Also, I really like watching anything about cooking. I'm really big on watching cooking shows at 4am. Maybe because I'm subconsciously hungry at 4am. So I watch shows about cooking, predominantly British shows. I'm a Britophile. Um, I love, I love Britcoms and all that stuff. For, that's my jam. You heard me say that in, in one of the last Minnesotes. 
So, there's a show, which I love watching, called Lords and Ladles. <laughs> and it makes me laugh, because I love the title. Because then I think to myself, I have a big ladle. And it just makes me giggle uncontrollably about, about my big ladle and making a penis joke. Anyway, back to the story. I wanted to jerk off this morning, and I was more determined than usual. Usually I'm just like, meh, my hands don't work. I guess I won't come today. No big deal. Whatever, whatever. Uh, and then, as I was feeling very very manly, very masculine, very mask for mask today, this morning, uh, and it being Pride Month, I wanted to spend to spread my... <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. I, want to sp- I wanted to spread my gentleman's relish. <laughs> That's a callback to a, to a recent wine and crime episode that had me dying. So I wanted to spread my gentleman's relish all over my bed sheets. Ew, because I don't have a lover. <sighs> Lasai. So yeah, I wanted to spread it all over my bed sheets because I don't have a lover. And just as I was getting to that place, you know, when you got your eyes closed and you're jerking it and you're messing around and you're just about. You're just at the precipice before you're going to come, and it feels super good, and you're going to, like, do it, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to come now, and it feels great. And you're just, you're edging to that moment where you're going to come, which is a feeling that I haven't had in about, in in just about, a, in over a year, at least not via manual stimulation. So just as I was getting to that sweet spot, heavy breathing was happening, Sunlight was streaming through the window. It was a very artistic jack-off session. Just as all this was occurring and I was finally feeling kind of really excited to, to, to go and to impregnate my linens with my crypt cum, the morning attendant knocks on the door. At first, I thought it was nothing because my apartment is like in the middle of a wind tunnel. Like, it literally sits in the middle of a wind tunnel, so when I have to go get groceries and it's a windy day, it's a whole deal. But it sits in the middle of a wind tunnel, so you hear a lot of weird creaks and cracks at night and in the middle of the morning. And in any any time of day, really, there's a lot of, like, weird noises happening because of the wind. Seriously, one day I swear there will be a ghost sitting on my bed, I'm pretty sure. Also, because I live in an older part of Toronto, it's a new suburb, but it's built around a really old distillery where all the factory workers used to live and surely died. The fact that I haven't had a creepy spiritual encounter or fucked a ghost at some point is really is really kind of weird. Um, to M and Christine of That's Why We Drink, one of my other favorite podcasts, I hope that at some point I can send you in a listener story very soon. Anyway, so I was trying to get off. I was trying to do all that. And the attendant knocked on the door again, and this time they entered my house. And I luckily grabbed my sheets just in time, but I was super annoyed with a raging boner. And I was like, seriously, it's not like I could say, excuse me, attendant, would you mind, um, would you mind stepping out for two minutes? I'm going to just finish coming here. That's a really weird conversation to have with your care staff, so I had to stop what I was doing. So then, like, 20 minutes later, I was sitting in my commode chair in the shower. I had done my catheter, all the things I have to do. I was sitting in my commode chair in the shower, and I was letting the warm water 
roll down my body, which is my favorite thing to do after being washed and stuff, is to just sit with the the hose and just be warm for 20 minutes because I have poor circulation. So sitting in the shower is literally my favorite thing. And I was kind of just feeling the water and being super comfortable and sort of half falling asleep. But also I was thinking about... Um, I was thinking about one of my lovers that I had recently slept with and I was getting kind of hard in the shower and getting kind of turned on by the by the fantasy I was letting play in my head and I was just about to kind of naturally come again because I guess I had been there close before and the attendant pulled back the shower curtain like that scene in Psycho and it was like and I was like, oh, fuck, I just want to come. And so I was blue-balled again. All that is to say, I'm recording this episode kind of horny and kind of pissed off. So I'm not really sure how to segue from that, so I'm not going to do that. But I am going to now play some ads and then get kind of into the actual meat of this episode. So we'll be right back with more on Disability After Dark. Here's the ad break thing and then some ads and then we'll be, I'll be back. There's a lot more to come on this episode of Disability After Dark. But first, we're going to play some ads from our awesome sponsor and some great listeners. So we'll do that and we'll be right back on Disability After Dark, the podcast shining light on sex and disability with your host, Andrew Gerza. This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Get free shipping at www.comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Hi, this is T. Ferret, and when I'm not instigating orgies or punching Nazis, I listen to Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. And we're back. I want to thank Come As You Are for being an amazing longtime sponsor of the show. They just sent me the um, sex toys for me to review, which I'm going to do an episode of, but I can't actually review them so i'm gonna bring them over to the mic and open them and unbox them and look at them and see how they would work for disabled bodies that's gonna be an episode soon enough um that i'm gonna release so get ready for that thank you come as you are again if you go to come as you are.com you can get 10 percent off shipping if you well you heard the ad but go there and support their stuff they're great i also want to thank anybody who is Recording voice memos for the ad and letting for the for the ad for the show and letting me know what the show means for you. If you want to submit one, go onto your voice memo app, record for me what the show means for you in thirty seconds or less, and I'll put it in the ad breaks. But thank you, listeners, for doing that for me. That means a lot. But let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoyed that twelve minutes of banter. I asked people on social media the other day if they wanted me to do ban- like banter, and I did a yes or no poll. And people on Twitter, 67% of you were like, do some banter before you get right to the topic. So I was like, let's 
do an episode where I try that and see if banter is something I can actually do and if, that I'm good at. And I hope that, that I'm sort of good at banter. I mean, I wrote out... It's funny because I wrote out the banter that I was going to say for this. Right now, like, it's all in my notes. Literally, it's two pages of banter before I get to the meat of the show. Um, so I hope that I did good. I tried really hard to make the banter funny and realistic and, and disability-related. So did it work? The social media people said they wanted that, so did I give you what you wanted? I hope so. So as much as I love talking about sex and disability, as even though that's my favorite topic in the whole world, what you might not know about me is that I'm also really into... I'm super into, almost to an obsessive point, I'm into entertainment news and all of those things. I love, like, I love entertainment news way too much. When I was a little kid, after my shower time with my mom and dad, and so we would sit and watch Entertainment Tonight with John Tesh and Mary Hart. You know the one. Um... I actually have in my notes, do the Entertainment Tonight song, so that's why I did that. So, I want to know, I love all the things about celebrities, and I'm pretty sure that Entertainment Tonight solidified my queerness. At least they solidified my my undying love of John Stamos and all of the hunky dudes of the late 80s and early 90s. Pretty sure that Entertainment Tonight made me gay, or queer, pretty sure. So I wanted to use this episode to connect and combine these two loves of mine, sex, disability, and pop culture, and I wanted to look at my favorite celebrities and which ones I think would be awesome to fuck, my gay, gimpy, super crippled self, and also which ones might be a little bit ableist and I might need to use my big, thick, crypt dick to help them out and explain why sex and disability is the hottest thing that's ever ever happened to them and they would never ever go back. So I wanted to combine those two things for this episode. So in my notes, I'm tentatively calling it Celeb Celebs This Gimp Wants to Get With. One of the very first celebrities on my list that I want to get with and that I immediately thought of when I was compiling this idea for this episode was... None other than Channing Tatum. I One of the reasons why I want... I, I think he's somebody that I would love to fuck and he would be down to fuck me too is that he just broke up with his wife. So, sorry about the breakup, but not sorry you're single. Hey! Also, um, he did a really cool interview with Carly Fleischman, who has a show... Who had a show on YouTube, I'm just pulling it up right now, called Speechless with Carly Fleischman, where she interviewed celebrities, and her first guest was Channing Tatum. She lives with autism, and and he sat down with her and had a really funny, flirty interview with her, which shows that he's not, that disability doesn't deter him, and doesn't scare him, and isn't something he's really concerned about and like it was a really really cute seven minute interview i'll put it in the show notes but i fucking loved it what the other reason why i really want to fuck chaining tatum and why i think we would make the best bedfellows is because have you seen his dance moves he is really flexible he was a stripper he knows how to move around a pole 
my giant disabled pole that is. Um, and I just think that given that I, given that my only move, as you all well know, <laughs> is dead turtle, I really wouldn't have to do anything. And he, he could contort his body around me while we fucked around, and that would be super hot. As I was Googling Mr. Tatum, <laughs> that sounds really... That sounds really dirty, but I ser- as I was Googling Mr. Tatum, I wanted, I found out that he lives with, with ADHD and learning disabilities, and also dyslexia, so he has done some work in the school system to try to ensure that kids with those disabilities and those learning disabilities are properly given the supports they need, and I think that's really awesome. Um, And I didn't know that he lived with ADHD and disabilities, so it's really awesome that he's come out and said that. And so now, when we hook up Channing, it'll be like, it'll be like two sexy disabled people getting it on, which I'm totally, totally there for. But Channing Tatum is on the top of my list because of his dance moves would mean the sex would be easy for me. I could lie there in Dead Turtle and be amazing. He could move around my pole. Um, and then, you know, his the work he's done is really awesome that way. And also, the video with Carly Fleischman is just really, really good. So, Channing Tatum is definitely number one. One of the next people on this list of celebrities that this gimp wants to get with and celebrities this disabled daddy with a huge dick wants to fuck is, of course, Colin Farrell. He's been very vocal over the course of a couple years talking about his son who has disabilities, something called Angelman Syndrome, which I'm not really sure what that is, and if anybody knows, please let me know. His son has Angelman Syndrome. I thought his son had CP, so I'm glad that I that it, I looked it up. It's Angelman Syndrome. Um, and I just think being a parent of a disabled kid means that you... And you have, you you look at disability, you understand disability intimately in a different way because you have to take care of that child. And so I think he would be really fun to sleep with because he would understand disability from a different way. There is a quote that I found that when I Googled this where he says, when you're the parent of a child with special needs, it's important to feel that you're not alone. Now, I don't like that he used the term special needs at all. I think he should strike that from his vocabulary, but that's okay, because when we fuck, I will have him screaming, disabled daddy in that hot Irish... Irish? He's Irish, right? That hot Irish accent the whole time we fuck. And I just think there's something about him throwing me around in this bad boy sort of way that really gets me excited. There's a porn star that every time... Every time... I talk to this porn star, it's like talking to the porn version of Colin Farrell, and that's my friend Brendan Patrick. Um, I think he's porn's Colin Farrell, and I hope someone's called him that, but Colin Farrell is certainly a celebrity that I'd want to fuck, and I'd, I'd teach him to scream disabled daddy out instead of using words like special needs when we fucked. One of Hollywood's fast-rising elite that I've been following forever is John Krasinski, He played Jim Halpert in The Office, and I have been dying to fuck this guy 
forever. This is the kind of dude that I'm attracted to so hard. He played a nerd in The Office, and you can tell there's nothing really leading man about him, but he's very confident in what he does, and that confidence turns me on. And since he played Jim, he's gotten bearded, he's gotten jacked, he's going to be in a new Amazon Jack Ryan miniseries thing that's happening, which I just saw on Amazon the other day, and I literally popped a Woody in the middle of my day looking at that, so that was awesome. Um, but why I think he would be really, he's not ableist, and why I think he's really cool is because for his most recent role, A Quiet Place, he pushed the studio to hire a deaf actress. The film, which I have not seen and I'm dying to see, but knowing that I have Spastic CP and all the jump scares, I would throw popcorn all over the whole place. Um, but the film, A Quiet Place, centers around a family running away from aliens, apparently, and there's no sound in the movie, so he pushed to have a de deaf actress. Her first name is Millicent, and I, there's many, many interviews where he talked about meeting her and working with her and how important that representation is, and I think when able-bodied actors see how important disability representation is in Hollywood, that's awesome, and somebody is hot as John Krasinski, and as dedicated to the craft as John Krasinski is, realizing the need for that representation is just, like, take me now, Daddy. Yes, please. A celebrity that I'd be dying to fuck, and I think I'm just in love with this guy, even when he fucks up and says weird things, I want to fuck Chris Pratt. Um, I think he's gorgeous. I'm going to go see the new... Jurassic World film, even though it's full of ridiculousness, I'm going next week with my gay, gay, gay friend, Ryan Lisk. I love him to death, and I hope you're listening. Hey, Ryan, hey. Um, but I think that Chris Pratt would be super fun to fuck, and he could fuck me, because he's had some issues with disabled people in the past. He was doing promotional work a couple years ago for Gardens of the Galaxy, and he, in doing a promotional post for that... He demanded that people turn up the volume and not just watch the video, or sorry, not just read the subtitles. He demanded people turn up the volume and not just um, read the subtitles. Well, of course, deaf individuals came back at him and were like, whoa, that's not cool, don't do that. So then he went on to his Instagram and he apologized. And I think his apology was really cute. He learned like one or two things of sign language to properly apologize to the deaf community, and he made sure to note that his publicist didn't make him do this. He seems very genuine. Now, he recently won the Generation Award at MTV, where he talked a lot about Jesus and praying, which doesn't bode well for me as a disabled person, because so many people who are, in, who are really heavy into religion really like to tout that on disabled people, so I would hope that when we were fucking, he wouldn't bring up God too much, or that he'd only scream out God when I was fucking him with my thick, crib dick. But I think that his willingness to learn about, about you know, disability and his mistakes around there and immediately apologize, whether forced to or not, shows he has some learning to do. And sure, he's done some ableist things, I'm sure, but as we're making out, I would call him Star-Lord, and I would teach him all about disability. 
Also, I feel I should mention that when I'm with Chris Pratt, he'll realize that my dick is just about as big as one of the dinosaurs he fights off in Jurassic World 2. So, just in case you were all wondering, I have a dino dick. <laughs> a disability dino dick. So we all know how big Game of Thrones is, right? It's one of the biggest shows in the world. It has so many characters who look so much alike. We're all confused by who the fuck died this week because he looked like the guy from last week. But it's the biggest show in the world. Um, and I wish I had dragons, for sure. Um, but I have kind of a weird story about that show because a couple years ago I was working on a small little script with a director from California. I'm not going to say any more than that, but we were working on a script. I'll say a little bit more. We were working on a script uh, for a movie, an indie movie, about two characters in wheelchairs who fell in love, and they were looking to attach some people to the movie, and, and part of the stuff they were looking for was an actor who could play this disabled character. Um, and one of the actors that they we're looking at was the guy who played Ramsey Bolton. You know, the guy who tortured Theon Greyjoy for like five seasons? That guy. His name's Ewan Rian. I can't say his name right at all, but he was somebody who was up for this potential part. And we, we, I saw like super secret video of this guy sitting in a wheelchair trying to mime the, the, body likenesses of CP. You know, as ableist as it is, he actually did pretty well, making me believe that he had CP. And why I would totally fuck him is because he's cute, and he's Welsh. I'm pretty sure he's Welsh. And I would show him what real disability likenesses is like when you're in a wheelchair, and how hot it is to make those movements with my body when I was making out with him. So he is somebody who I would definitely, definitely love to fuck. I also have a thing for accents, so I'd be down for that. One of my favorite disabled celebrities that I would fuck is RJ Mitty. He was Walter White's son on Breaking Bad, and he lives with cerebral palsy, and... I'm super bummed because he was at my alma mater a couple years ago and friends of mine went to go see him and I was like, fuck off. He's super awesome. He's just really, really, really sexy and he's got CP and I would love for him to be the second disabled person that I fucked. Um, that would be super fun and it's too bad that uh, we never met but my heart bleeds for him and I would love to one day cross paths with him. Another disabled celebrity that I'm totally into and I would totally fuck is uh, Zach Inner. You may have seen him in a recent episode of Drunk History. He's been in episodes of Speechless. He has his own YouTube channel and he wrote a book. He's all over the Cerebral Palsy Foundation's stuff. He does stuff with them. Really, really, and he's just cute. I followed his YouTube videos about working out with a disability and empowering stuff. He does stuff all around disability, which I think is cool. And he built a name for himself by becoming kind of a YouTube sensation. Um, 
So he, and I just think he's really cute. So there's also a picture of him with his hot friends as they carry him. There's a, there's a YouTube series where he went across America as a disabled person with his best friends. And his hot, hot friends carried him to places so we could have a big orgy, guys. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I would fuck him, too. Also, honorable mentions to Peter Dinklage because he's super attractive. And I love Game of Thrones. And Tyrion Lannister is hot as fuck, so I'm there for that. Um, Peter Dinklage is just really, really, really sexy. I've always thought he was sexy. And I think given our size differences, it would make sex and disability a little bit easier because... He could, and I'm not saying this in an ableist way, but he could reach sexy parts of me a lot easier than others could. So, I mean, there's that. I suppose I could give an honorable mention to John Stamos because he made me gay in the first place. And then he's also done some work and performed for uh, athletes at the Special Olympics. Not saying that doesn't mean he's super ableist, but if he needs to learn, I would be happy to fuck the ableism out of Uncle Jesse. I'm so there for that. John, call me. I know you just had a baby, but let's let's talk about things. Let's talk. I'm I'm the one for you. Let's talk about things. Did you have a celebrity crush on somebody who? You want to fuck as a disabled person? Um, are there disabled uh, women who had crushes on female celebrities or non-binary celebrities that I didn't get to mention? Or do you know celebrities who've done super ableist things you want to tell me about? Tell me about all that in a minisode. Send me your celebrity crushes and things around disability to, or anything for a minisode really, to disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. Alright, so that's the shameless plug, but that's the, that's this episode. The celebs this gimp wants to fuck. Um, I hope you liked this little fun one that was totally off the cuff and came to me the other day. But, uh, pledge to the Patreon, tell your friends about this show, listen to the things, um, send in for a minisode. Thank you for listening to what has been hailed the leading sex and disability podcast in the U.S., by a listener, Laura Miller. Thank you for that accolade, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Alright, so that's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I'm, of course, your host, Andrew Gerza. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. If you want to follow my work, you can head on over to www.andrewgerza.com or follow me on Twitter at Andrew Gerza. You can also follow the Disability After Dark podcast on Twitter by following DisAftDarkPod. You can also follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disabilityafterdark. It would also be super awesome if you could leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts so more people can hear about the show. And if you are able and want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash cripple content. This way we can do, do things like get better equipment, 
You help me make a living doing this thing. You help support content made but made by and for people with disabilities. So I can't thank you enough. And you can pledge whatever you can and as little as $1 a month to make it as financially accessible as possible. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again next time right here on Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Crippled Content Creations with music by Chris Udiucci. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright Crippled Content Creations 2018